0: everyone, welcome back to episode 50 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris.
1: Yeah, how we doing, everybody?
0: We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even an occasional comic, then we have a show for you. That's fucking right. And this week, we were planning on talking about a knock at the cabin, mm. but... Young thug, that's yeah, me. Been a, little, been a little under the weather. Under the weather. Yeah. So, uh, we thought we'd call an audible with that in mind and kind of... Have a nice, it'd be nice to take a look at some of our, like, favorite movies to watch when we're not feeling the the hottest. No. Some comfort movies. So, before we talk about our comfort movies, we have to talk about uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, being a big boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Is large. (laughs) And in charge. (laughs) That's a big boy. Uh, Disney has announced uh, several sequels. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a new live-action Spider-Man show in the works. Oh, fuck. Vin Diesel is returning for a fourth Riddick film. And we got trailers for Fast X, Guardians 3, The Flash, and more. Uh, so if you're ready, we'll just jump right into Let's it. Let's fucking hop in. Let us let us yump. Let's see. <laughs> yump. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, was shown off at the recent Nintendo Direct with a few interesting details revealed. The price point will come in at $70. Seven. That's highway robbery. Yeah, <laughs> horse shit. Uh, which seems to be the new standard, honestly.
1: Yeah. For... Like, new-gen consoles, I, like I feel. sit like Right around, like,
0: $59, $69. But it just seems a little off to me because this is not a new-gen game. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's for the Switch. But if you use, like, inflation and stuff as the excuse, then potentially. But also, uh, another Nintendo game that's coming out this year is Pikmin 4. Yeah. And it's got a $60 price point, so maybe they're just kind of playing it by ear. Sure. You know, and going, well, it's, it's a case-by-case basis. Uh, which is very possible. So <clears throat> the other major, I thought, more notable uh, detail was the fact that Tears of the Kingdom will be over 18 gigabytes. Holy smokes. Which isn't large in like the grand scheme of things. But, but for a Switch, Switch game, that's, that's a huge. large game. That's fucking a, huge. That is a large game. Um, so <laughs> Breath of the Wild was uh, nearly four gigabytes smaller at 14.4 gig. So, the large file size would seem to translate to a larger game in general, uh, but we'll just kind of see if size is any indication of enjoyment, you know? Yeah. Size doesn't always matter. <laughs> you're fucking preaching to the choir, <laughs> you're baby. Like, you're like, you're, you're right, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> you, know, hmm. you start getting upset. <laughs> right? Please tell me it doesn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just, it comes out on May 12th, and I just thought it was interesting that, like, this is one of the largest Switch games. Yeah especially for being like a a first party like Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to like I think like Mortal Kombat on there is uh, like is like that doesn't count. huge but it's not, yeah, yeah, but that it's that not doesn't count. a Nintendo game mm-hmm. for the Switch. Yeah. So here we go. In his first earnings call since returning as CEO of Disney, Bob Iger announced several moves that the company is making to cut costs and grow its profits. Mm. But uh <laughs> I make myself giggle sometimes when yeah. I write for myself. I said Bobbert Iger and I almost threw myself off. <laughs> I was like, Bobbert, what is Bobbert Iger announced that sequels to Toy Story, Frozen, and Zootopia are all in the works. Another Toy Story? Uh huh, yeah. That's kinda what everybody said was really? I didn't see Toy Story four, but apparently it was good. It had a good ending. Yeah, that's it what I heard. Like yeah, it had a good ending. Uh, He did not provide any details on the creative teams behind these projects, but did emphasize to investors that this is a part of the company's move towards reestablishing its, quote, marquee brands. So Disney's animation has been kind of falling flat in the last year or two. And it seems that Iger wants to kind of lean back into the brands that have succeeded for them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, basically going back to the (laughs) going back to that well, you know, Uh, because the well is wet. It is wet, wet. Like a whetstone. Uh, now, you figure Lightyear didn't do well for them. Uh, which
1: I recently just watched. And you said it was pretty mid. I, the beginning was good and the ending was intriguing. Mm-hmm. But like as soon as it hit like the, the rising middle. action, I yeah, was like, this is
0: dragging. Yeah. I didn't see it. but And then there was Strange World, which kind of came and went. And it was another flop for them. So I think they're just really struggling with, you know, Pixar used to be their go-to but Pixar has been lacking lately mm-hmm. uh, and you know Disney animation hasn't really had anything Mm-mm. major and so i think they are trying to, i think Encanto was probably their last like major success for Disney animation yeah encanto was real good it's very good my niece is obsessed with it so i i've seen it no, I've seen it a number of times i am obsessed with it. it i know you are and it is a very good movie
1: <laughs> yeah you, you yes. and my yes. infant
0: niece mm-hmm. dude we two chillin'. peas in a pod you know uh let's see here I lost my spot. Both just chilling in diapers. Yeah, just, just shitting yourselves, just crying. Shitting, yeah. Uh Iger also announced that Disneyland and Anaheim would become home to a quote Avatar experience. Whoa. Uh he didn't elaborate on what that would mean since you know, like Disney World in Florida has Pandora. Sure. Uh, but he did definitely tout the fact that Avatar Way of the Water is like the fourth highest grossing film of all time right now. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, he was big to be like, hey, investors. <laughs> We've got, like, pretty much most of the top ten films of all time now. Yeah. You know, Uh, so don't forget that. (laughs) You know, even though we've had a a rough year for, or a rough quarter for subscribers on Disney Plus, they lost subscribers for the first time. Ooh. uh, And and a slow growth. Hmm. But, (laughs) uh, you know, he ended on a positive note by saying that, uh (laughs) <laughs> the, mo- the major cost-cutting measure that the company is implementing is layoffs for 7,000 employees. Word. So, so that's a pretty big pretty big job loss for yeah. 7,000 associates across the company. Yeah, uh, that kind of blows. Yeah, that's really not good for those people. No. Um, at the end of the day, obviously, it is a, a business, right? But it is, you know, for the people that are losing their jobs, it's not just business, mm-hmm. right? So that's a really hard thing to hear, but... They're not unique right now. Uh, a lot of companies have been, you know, like your large tech companies, your Apples, your mm-hmm. Amazons, Microsoft, have all had large layoffs. And so it seems like Apple's or Disney's just the next They're one to, on to face train. that. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to Hopefully do? all those people are well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Variety is reporting that there is currently a Spider-Man Noir live action series Ooh, in development yeah. for Amazon. And the show is being developed by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and uh. Orion Uziel Which are the minds Behind Into the Spider-Verse Oh snap <laughs> So uh, and, and, and I want to Emphasize It's a live action This series That they're producing uh, And it is being Written by that Trio as well So nothing else Is known at this time Other than the fact That it will be f- uh, Obviously featuring Spider-Man Noir And be set in 1930s New York And will be In its own universe Okay um, Now I wonder If it'll be The same Spider-Man Noir From Into the Spider-Verse uh- which Nicolas would be Nicholas Cage? That Honestly, would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. To it. just see 1930s like pulp, you know, just pulp noir, and he's just going around brawling people in the 30s, <laughs> brawling just, up Nazis. You know, what do you a fisticuff? You know, <laughs> see? Uh, but yeah, that's literally all we know. But I saw that, I was like, yo, what? Nah, I'd be
1: down to watch that. Please let all, please let it be Nicholas Cage. Phil
0: Lord and Chris Miller do a great job with the Spider Man. Yeah, uh, properties. They did really well, I thought, with uh, Noir, and I'm just excited to see, like, something live action that yeah. feels like a really unique swing to take, you know what I mean? Something different. Yeah, to go, it's Spider-Man, but it's not. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> and so, go ahead. <coughs> oh, you took a breath like you were getting ready to speak. I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to cut you I was off. just breathing. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vincenzo Diesel. That's uh, Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David Toohey, I I trust is his last name's pronunciation, uh, are reuniting to create a fourth film in the Riddick series. So, have you ever seen any of the Riddick films? Mm-mm. I've seen, I think I've seen Pitch Black once, which is like the first movie. It came out like mm-hmm. the year 2000. You weren't born yet. No, I was not. Um, <laughs> How does that make you feel? I don't know, like you're elder. Um, i almost said you're superior but i was like that's wow yeah (laughs) that's a given um what do you call it i've seen the chronicles of riddick which is the second one don't remember much about it and then there was a a third one just called riddick Mm -hmm. that came out in like 20 or yeah 2013 i think and now here we are they're coming back to it it's had comic books and like two video games and stuff like that so i mean it's been a not unsuccessful franchise for them yeah um but so uh, in the press release, David Toohey says, <clears throat> I don't know what David Toohey's voice is, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to go for an impersonation here, but he says, End quote. Our Legion fans have demanded it for years, and now we're finally ready to honor their call to action with Riddick Furia, uh, Toohey said in a statement. So my collaboration with Vin and One Race, which is Vin's um, production company. Mm. Has spanned 20 fruitful years as together we've created three movies, two video games, an anime production, and motion comics for the internet. This new big screen event will see a return to Riddick's homeworld where we finally get to explore Riddick's genesis. So I've never heard of Riddick at all. Riddick, like yeah. no. So the official log line for the film says that Riddick returns, quote, returns to his homeworld a place he barely remembers and one he fears might be left in ruins by the necromongers. Mm. Uh, but there he finds other Furians fighting for their existence against a new enemy. And some of these Furians are more like Riddick than he could have ever imagined. Wah, wah, wah. I bet there is family. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> when it's like, you know, I'm like, my God, he just Vin diesel, uh, he's just diesel. He's family man. man they're know? tight, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'd just, hate to be his brother, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, we're family, man. All like, right, man. Like you told me that like right. four yeah, times. No, like go I know. home. We're family. Just family.
0: Uh, I like how not like Vin Diesel we sound when <laughs> <laughs> we do that. <laughs> we just get real gruff and family. <laughs> uh, we kind of sound like a neighborhood drunk, you know? <laughs> we just, family. Uh, no, but I do. I kind of hope it ends up just being a crossover with Fast X. That would be the funniest fucking fast thing. Nine, they went to space, right? Yeah. <laughs> they just. <laughs> show up on Riddick's homeworld it's his family and that we just need and to have a fast into, and furious. Uh, he runs into Dom Toretto which is why they're more like him than he thought oh my god vin- we just Get- need
1: a fast and furious movie that's all vin diesel yeah it's, it's just, just, all the actors are just vin diesel
0: it's like into the spider verse <laughs> you know into the diesel verse
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: into the diesel verse <laughs> yeah it's him it's dom toretto triple x and riddick <laughs> just a bunch of different colored uh, tank tops <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, one's wearing a brown vest, one's (laughs) wearing a wife beater, one's wearing whatever Riddick wears. I think it's like a black combat vest. (laughs) They all got chains with crosses on them. Uh, So, take a breath. We got TV spots for, uh, this was during the the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. we got TV spots for Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, Mm -hmm. which... uh, Really wasn't much shown. No, it, it, I nothing think it new. Was, I think it was more, it felt like it was a a Porsche spot, I think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where, because like the ending shot of like Transformers Rise of the Beasts, the, what do you call that? Autobot symbol like flipped and was the Porsche yeah. logo. And the tagline was like, you know, what, what ride makes your heart like a hero or some shit, you know? I got a ride. Pardon? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it didn't really show much. Just some robots transforming and fighting. Oh,
1: yeah, say, and stuff
0: we've already seen, too. Yeah, uh, I don't, it literally I don't like there was like any new
1: footage. Maybe some voiceover of, um, uh, Mirage, knowing yeah, the Porsche's yeah, I think name. I found out that his name was Mirage.
0: And I heard him talk. Yeah. Other than that. You got uh, a little bit of personality from him with, like, come on, fist bump me. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. But other than that, I think that's about it. I think, yeah, really.
0: Um... We got a trailer or a TV spot for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes, which I thought actually had a fair bit of new footage mm-hmm. in a pretty short amount of time. It's yeah, you know, it's just a thirty second yeah. TV spot. Uh, we got to see a bit more of Phoebe Waller Bridge mm-hmm. uh, and some new action sets with like him. I, we got a little bit of an extension of that scene where it's like him and a bunch of Nazis at that long table. Yeah, and you know, the other ones like you know, do you remember me? He goes, I don't know. You're, You're still a Nazi, Nazi. <laughs> you know um and then the like plane crash it looks like it's a, a bomber <laughs> yeah and uh it's he and phoebe water bridge parachuting out and they the, jump out, out the, the back. bomb bay mm, yeah uh and still not sure how old indy uh, doing action like stunts is gonna go off <sighs> you
1: know i mean i imagine they're probably doing stunt doubles
0: like heavily well, yeah but when it's like, you got Harrison Ford being like, hey kid, and he's like, you know, stumbling along, and then all of a sudden he's jumping from car to car.
1: It's just, and you're like, it's just someone who's like 6'7", <laughs> yeah,
0: 280, black. Yo. <laughs> it's just not it's, Harrison Ford. It's, it's um, oh it's Terry Crews with Indiana Jones hat on, <laughs> jumping between vehicles. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh man uh, Creed 3 yeah uh, again I don't think we got a lot of new footage in that one uh, but it's also really close to coming out it comes out like second yeah. week of March I think uh, Yeah, I think really soon um, so we probably won't see much new footage but it was a good hype trailer I mean yeah it, it had me pumped up
1: like, it yeah, does man. make me think like I am curious of like ooh, are they? is it gonna be like a Rocky where he loses or is it gonna be a no he wins right So, I don't know.
0: I think it did a good job of kind of leaving you astray, of not quite letting you know. Well, I mean, there's really only the two options. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. It's like, hey, he wins or he loses. Or he dies in the fight like his dad. Mm. I don't see that being the... No? No. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just two buff dudes just gearing up to beat the fuck out oh, of each yeah. other. Oh, yeah. And I'm here for it. Like mm-hmm. I, That last shot that they've shown a few times, like, in, in, like, I think both of the, like, official trailers and then this one, is just the two of them standing in the middle of the ring trading blows. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, my God. Jesus. Just two dudes going at it until the bell goes, you know? <laughs> like, spitting <and> blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just fucking. That might be the 13th round, you know, <laughs> where they're just, ba 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 ba. Going Fucking on until the bell and slinging them, trying to get as many hits in as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, it's not written down here, but you showed me the Super Mario trailer. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a funny little trailer yeah. of just—it's an ad for <laughs> Super Mario Bros. <Brothers laughs> for their plumbing, plumbing. And, <laughs> and they played the original Nintendo sixty-four. Yeah. uh do 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 yeah. do do do. And, you yeah, you got the woman who's supposed to be the, the client just reading the prompt, and she's like, it seems like the only thing they haven't drained is, and she's kind of like squinting her yeah, eyes, and she's like, is my bank my account? My bank account? And yeah. she's like, well, what? I oh, don't yeah. And then it's like, you know, call, and it seems like there's a phone number that you could probably call. Should we call it? Yeah. Call fun? it right now. Thank you for calling Super Mario Brothers Plumbing. It's the me, Luigi. And you need Service, please uh, text us at the same number. You just call nine two nine five five mario That's 929-556-2746. Nothing just about any issues wherever you live. House, condo, mansion? And we'll be sure to text you back right away because the Super Mario Brothers Plumbing, we don't say, let's go wait. We say, let's go. Oh, and uh, check our website, SMB Plumbing i love that it was just luigi yeah it's just luigi they couldn't get chris pratt to which do again the... <laughs> makes me very nervous yeah because but... charlie day i think yeah. plays a good luigi yeah, he's, he's a new yorker a decent, yeah he's, he's a new yorker new york you know italian sound yeah, yeah. to yeah. his voice but uh and i like his little you know <laughs> mansion mansion <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and it was just that. Like, it was just a uh, is, that te- is that company. Is that then, teasing a spinoff for Luigi's just, Mansion? It's Luigi's Mansion is just a horror film. It's like horribly graphic. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, what is it? It's Illumination Studios, isn't it? Yeah. That's doing the animation. <laughs> they just animate. Uh, just, it's like the house on Haunted Hill. I mean, it's not good. It's people getting killed by ghosts. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be That's, really fucking cool. <laughs> That'd be dope. Someone getting possessed. Yeah. Getting ripped apart. Killing everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Illumination, reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, so just ahead of the Super Bowl, we got the official trailer for Fast X, oh. and it was it was a trailer, cringy. It was about two and a half minutes. I saw a joke. I don't remember who posted it, but it was uh, like when that trailer came out on Twitter, they you know retweeted it, mm-hmm. and it said like Fast Ten, your seatbelts. And I was like, perfect. Oh. Yeah, perfect. That, that kind of encapsulates the yeah. whole thing, you know? Yeah, Fast 10. Oh, that's, that's rough. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they've called it Fast X. It's because it was Fast 10, and it was like, ooh, that's just asking for, that's a little too fast on the nose. Fast your seatbelt. Let's move on. I don't want <laughs> So it turns out Jason Momoa was in Fast 5, I think, is which one that was. Yeah. With the safes that they're just dragging down yeah. the, the freeway. Uh and is pretty mad that they stole his money. I think it was his money maybe. Or he, he worked, worked for the something dude. like that. I don't know. The whole thing is like he said that
1: he ruined his family, so he wants to ruin his.
0: Yeah, maybe he was related to that Brazilian family. Could have been. But Jason Momoa doesn't strike me as Brazilian. mm So uh trailer's pretty cringe.
1: Yeah. No.
0: I fought eye Rolls, which is a shame because it is a series that does really well financially. hmm And like fans of the series really love those movies. Yeah. Uh, and I just I wish I was a part of that, you know, where I'm like, oh yes, another fast, mm-hmm. you know? but it's just not me. Mm-hmm. I just go fuck another one, uh, another one, another one. I know, yeah. But... <laughs> like they aren't all bad though. Like I remember that I enjoyed Five. I think I remember Tokyo Drift was really good. Tokyo Drift's really good. Uh, the first one's not even the same movie. No, mm-hmm. like they really took a turn. I think in Five is when they were like, all right, let's really make this just like an action. Like, trotting series, which is fine. They have really successfully gone, how can we take a movie series about street racing and, like, urban crime? Yeah. And turn it into, like, a spy, international superhero movie-type genre. And then now they're in space. Yeah, and they're, like, going to space and, and doing all kinds of shit, ripping car doors off and using them as shields. <laughs> like they're all superheroes like Dom Toretto is superhuman yeah uh, and they do shit with cars that just doesn't, doesn't make, make sense, sense. somehow but he pulls God, two helicopters
1: it. in the trailer and they yeah, collide and they it. were
0: lifting him up yeah I don't know but uh, <laughs> I haven't seen them all I did not like uh, Hobbs and Shaw Hobbs and Shaw was bad, bad. it was not good uh, and I didn't like 8 with Charlize Theron Mm-mm. not good but I didn't uh, see that one <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna like this one either. No, just now I'm gonna roll it out there. I don't. I don't know that I'm gonna see it. Mm-mm. I but I feel like we've been talking enough shit that we kind of got to see it for see it. the podcast. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, we'll go see it. You we'll know what we'll go do see it. is we'll just for the ten weeks leading up. No, we just watch every single, every single Fast and Furious, <laughs> including Hobbs and Shaw. Oh no. Oh boy. Uh, not doing that. No, we got. Can you imagine ten weeks of just. It just turns into it's a podcast about the Fast and the Furious franchise. I right, couldn't it be me. No, couldn't uh, be, won't me. be me. We got a full second trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah, and uh, it really feels like it's emphasizing the finality of this one. That yeah, like, this is the last one.
1: I feel like we're going to be getting that in a lot of the upcoming Marvel movies that aren't new characters. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're like,
1: like I feel like a lot of them from Guardians are going to die or. Or go their own way, yeah, or, or just be done.
0: Go own way.
1: Um, and then uh, for like Ant Man as well, I know yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of like he's on his way. Yeah, there's, he's a people, <laughs> there's a lot of Ant people, and
0: there's a lot of Ant people. They got to slim him out. They gotta got to slim them out. You got the Wasp. You got his daughter. Yeah. I feel. I feel like if you kill him, you got Cassie Lang, and she mm-hmm. can be you know
1: Young Avengers. The,
0: yeah, exactly. Even though, and I didn't put it in the news because it was like a a non news story. A producer for Marvel mm-hmm. said that, like, at this point, there are no plans for a Young Avengers film, which is bizarre to me because there's a lot of Young a- Avengers. A lot of, yeah. Like, mm. I mean, you could just do the Young Avengers. You've got a lot yeah. of the team. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, you have, like, Ironheart. You have Shiri. Um, and then... I mean, you've got Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. You could probably count Yelena. Yeah. Um, I mean, you figure... I mean, Florence P is like, 26. Mm. But, I mean, so is... I just completely lost her name. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but then if you're good, you are gonna end up with, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Wanda's kids. Oh yeah, uh, Tommy <sighs> and Billy. Yeah, pulled that right on my ass. Bingo. Um, and then who who prompted this conversation? Cassie Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of. Yeah, you got a, a decent amount of and, you know people. At the end of She-Hulk, we saw Hulk's son, Hulkling. Mm-hmm. You know. I can't. I, I can't wait for that. I mean. We've got a lot of young Avengers. So we do. I think it's odd that they're like Yeah, we're not doing Young Avengers. But back to Guardians. I, I do feel like it's death baiting us a bit with mm-hmm. the different like character beats that they show in the trailer. Yeah. Where I'm like, any or all of these people could die. <laughs> Which it honestly like it sounds morbid would be a letdown now if they like, didn't? If nobody dies or if it's I like, just feel like that's too many people. Or if it's like Mantis dies. Mm. You know what I mean? I'd be like, <sighs> But like no, why? No yeah, no, no. Like there's no reason for Mantis yeah, like, to die. Like, you know, no shade to Mantis, but she's not like part of the core group like, sure. that was in the first movie, sure. you know what I mean? And I feel like you can't kill Groot again. Right. So it's got to be like Rocket, Peter, or Drax. Mm-hmm. And Gamora's just Gamora's now, coming, just now back. coming back, so that'd be weird to bring her back and then kill her again. Nebula? killing Nebula maybe? I don't know. She didn't get a whole lot of screen time on this.
1: And in like in the trailer, trailer. a yeah. little bit when they started hinting at like...
0: <laughs> yeah, the joke. Yeah, like Peter falling Peter. in love with yeah. Nebula. Yeah, because Grimo- you know, he describes Gamora to Gamora about like why he fell in love with her. And she's like, everything you just described is her. And he looks over at Nebula and they're both kind of like, if, no, no, <laughs> no way. And then he kind of starts giving her a look and she's like, stop. He's like, I just never noticed how black your eyes are. And she makes the comment about like, my father ripped them out and replaced them. Oh, as a he made tortured. a nice like, choice. He, he picked a nice set. Like... Uh you are down bad, my man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when he's trying to down just, horrendous yeah, horrendous. Down criminally. Um it is felonious how down bad he is. But um yeah. I, I think it's I think it's it's Rocket and Drax.
1: Yeah. I think Rocket's not gonna die, but he's gonna go on his own way and I think Drax is gonna die.
0: Yeah. That is my prediction stamp it, yeah. call it. Um we see Rocket's Lady Love, who is an otter. An otter. Hey, man. Yeah. Get down with it. Yeah, man. Get in there. Yeah, they,
1: they hold stuff in their armpits, so, you know, like. <laughs> oh, that was stinky. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> never know
0: what's going to happen. <laughs> and I thought it had a great music choice. Yeah. Like, you know, it was like a somewhat upbeat, but then also like kind of emotional, mm-hmm. of like, oh, this does feel.
1: I think the Guardians final. of the Galaxy's o- always had yeah. a, a good soundtrack. I think that's
0: just James Gunn. He's got a great. Great eye for, or great ear, I guess, for a song pick. We finally got a proper look at The Flash.
1: Yes. Which is due out in June. I'm very excited. It looked really
0: good. It looked, it really, looked good. really good. I was really thrown off by it. Yeah. Like, we see references to, because, like, they are very much doing Flashpoint, mm-hmm. uh, where, like, he's gone back in time to save his mom. And by doing so, everything has gone off the rails. Yeah. Um we see references to uh, references to Man of Steel, including like General Zod is there, mm-hmm. and you show the like I forget what it's called, like the reverse gravity cannon oh, thing, yeah, like lifting the city up and then, yeah, and you know, then dropping them. They're called like the gravity engines. Could be. We see Ben Affleck Batman mm-hmm. or at least Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, kind of telling Barry like this is irresponsible, like yeah. you shouldn't be fucking messing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'll probably be at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, we see Michael Keaton's Keaton Batman, as Batman. He gives us a classic. I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo! I know, that was really I know, cool. I saw you like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, shit. Uh, seeing him be agile is a bit strange. A little bit. You know, because it's just that wasn't... That uh, that wasn't a thing done back men. then, yeah. Uh, and but you know, so you got to modernize. You know, you can't have him out there like unable to yeah, turn his stiff arming people, yeah. <laughs> you know, just turning his shoulders and torso <laughs> uh, to look places. Uh, the motorcycle shots of Batman feel a little Dark Knightish, which is yeah. no negative. Um, but that also makes me think: Do they are they incorporating the Dark Knight? I don't think so. No, no. Chris Nolan's been pretty like protective of whatever he's made, mm-hmm. so I feel like they he wouldn't let them roll I don't by. don't think there. so? Hmm. No. It might be a reference to it or it might sure. just be a little, little, uh, you know, steely. Yeah. Uh, in, in a not, uh, you know, aggressive way. I mean, I'm sure there could be
1: a scenario where it's like he travels through another universe and, you know, a bunch of shit comes with
0: him because he's right. moving so fast and that just happens that to be one through. of them. Right. Um, we see multiple berries. Uh, well, two berries. But I'm pretty sure in some of the promotional shots there were three. Uh, and I really do wonder if we're going to get like a reverse.
1: That's what I was going to say is because I noticed one of them was red and the other one was yellow. yellow. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe the uh, the alternate Barry is going to be
0: reverse. Flash. Yeah, it's going to end up being bad, uh, which would be interesting. Um, and, and so apparently in some of the more recent Flash comics, Barry going back in time somehow gives Barry... His powers, mm-hmm. and I feel like we saw a shot of that in this, of like a lightning bolt passing through one berry into the other, into the, yeah, uh, in like a lab setting. Uh, we get Supergirl, yeah, uh, and it the, just her the way she was behaving, she, she was killing, she was, she killing, was killing people. people. Uh, it makes me wonder if this is going to be the Supergirl that we see in that DCU movie that Which James going very excited for. Which would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then, it, it, like I said, it is borrowing heavily from Flashpoint Paradox. I kind of pointed out to you that, like, he starts off talking about how, like, time has patterns and certain people are just drawn to each other like magnets. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, consistently in these timelines, there's a Thomas and Martha Wayne who give birth to a Bruce Wayne, yeah. right? Or there's a Barry who has his mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. And in, some, in some universes, mom's alive. In some, she's not. Sure. Seems like the whole thrust of this is that he's trying to keep the universe together where his mom's alive, mm-hmm. but by you know by doing so, it's causing it's tearing up else the to universe. Yeah, I really want some sort of reference to. I was telling you about like the Batman that kills, uh, which is Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint comic, mm-hmm. and like Martha Wayne is the Joker, yeah, and Bruce Wayne was the one that got killed. Well, what there's a a, a whole episode about the batman that kills
1: with the flash trying to save the universe or something like that where a bomb goes off i think Could, i can't i can't remember the whole concept but it was one of the the animated shows the cartoons oh, okay. okay but it was really good and like batman was kind of older but yeah he yeah. was the batman who killed and like his eyes were red and yeah. the flash was just he lost his powers or something like that
0: flash did or mm-hmm. yeah
1: and so he was trying to work with bruce wayne mm-hmm. to get them back yeah um but
0: was it thomas wayne I was going to say, in Flashpoint, it is. It, it could have been Thomas Wayne, and he was trying to help how him. recent this was, because I feel like Flashpoint was 2008. It, it could have been right around. It was
1: that same uh, art style, so I mean, yeah. something similar to that, maybe. Could be. Um,
0: but so, yeah. Because they also, I think, did an animated movie of Flashpoint. That could have been
1: it. Yeah. That could have been it.
0: Like, DC's animation has always been pretty Bang. solid. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. Um, always been better than Marvels, I feel. Oh, Marvel's absolutely. Had, Marvels had the leg up live action wise, but I feel like DC's always had animation on lock. Mm-hmm. Um, my iPad keeps mm. turning off on me. I like some of the Spider Man. Yeah, but like I haven't had a good Spider Man series since like that's true. Two thousand. No. Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Na-na-na-na-na-na. The fucking X Men, dude! I'm so excited for X Men ninety seven. Yeah. Do you have any further thoughts on The Flash? No. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, like, I I didn't think I'd be... No, I didn't think I was going to be excited. You know, we're coming up on our one year of doing this podcast, and it feels like it's been a year of us going in other Ezra Miller news, so I'm really excited that they might be pulling off a fucking comeback of the century here. Check out this hit hit, hit maneuver. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yo. And I really like the idea that even uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are not counting them out. They're like, you know, if they keep going the way they are, and getting themselves together like they you know they seem to be really dedicated to improving themselves and and, you know going through the rehab or whatever Mm -hmm. to be be a better person and there is a potential future in dc for them yeah yo yo. like i'm i'm behind ezra on this i hope that they get their shit together and make first of all the first good dc movie in so long decade and then they fucking just they are in the future of the dc like i said if you'd asked me a year ago (laughs) who was going to survive a a culling of the DC universe. It was not Ezra Ezra Miller Miller. as The Flash. Not one bit. So, go Ezra. Now on to our topic for the week. Yes. Comfort movies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I have five. You said you had like ten. I have ten, but I can narrow it down to five. I mean, you can rattle some off. Yeah, sure. Uh, Do you want to start yeah yeah so yeah. i've been a little sick lately
1: mm-hmm. um and doctor's orders was to strictly kind of stay in bed and yeah you're playing the it's violin, the violin. Mm-hmm. so he just said to, you know they said to take it easy so uh got okay, that got us to talking about what movies we like to watch when we were sick growing yeah. up or you know still to this day to this and, day to, the, <laughs> to this day and one of the ones i really enjoy watching and i think i've definitely talked about it before is where the wild things are the yeah. live action one that yeah. was made back in oh nine oh seven oh seven
0: it's oddly creepy
1: i i thought it was really sad mm-hmm. and it's one of those where it's so sad it's good yeah um you know just the you know because where the wild things are the book it's you know based off of but uh all the monsters are his emotions right um and you know he's trying to learn to balance yeah, with all yeah, of he's those working and, with them so i mean that just kind of holds a childhood mm-hmm. special spot yeah um but you know just getting bundled up watching that uh you know with him and casey uh you know the the main monster and then yeah. they're having like their dirt ball fights uh you know so getting to watch that it does kind of bring like that youthfulness in me again where yeah. I, I get to feel a little bit like a kid while i watch right. that and then you know they end up big building that big old nest where they all sleep in together yeah. but then it is really touching of you know the sense that he knows he has to go back home. Right. Right. He, yeah, he can't stay here. He can't stay here forever. And that's really sad. And yeah. at the big dynamic change from the beginning of him being this wild, you know, animal essentially yeah. running around with other wild animals to then have, having the realization of I can't do this. You yeah. know, I gotta, I gotta collect myself I gotta, and I, 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 I get my shit together. I gotta go back home. Yeah. Um, so there's like a lot of growth within that. And it's like a lot of self growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like just watching that as a kid you know always made me feel better and made me look at differently at things yeah so i, I really it's a good comfort movie for me
0: yeah do you want to double up do you want to do all ten years or do you just want me to
1: uh some I know some of the ones I did talk about I have already mentioned okay. so I, uh, yeah I will uh the hey. second one again is gonna be the iron giant
0: yeah oh uh, my god yeah,
1: it's just that one there is just so good that shit makes me cry every that shit makes time my dad cry. every it's <laughs> it's so good Ugh. Oh. But again, it's just like that, uh, n- n- you know. The whole movie is a-, a metaphor of you know not to judge a book by its cover. Right.
0: Well, and and I think it's also got a really important moral message for kids of like you choose who you want right, to be. Right. Yeah. You aren't what you aren't made to be anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a lesson for people who like potentially have shitty parents. Yeah, and they expect like, them to be something. You don't have to be what you're made to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, he's supposed to be a, a weapon and, he and he's not, to be Superman, he wants to be you know? good. And that shit, when he, you know, when takes he that, nuke up. that nuke and he says, you know, you stay, Superman. I go no following. Yeah. And you are who you choose to be. And he goes, Superman. That's Vin and Diesel. He just, and that he is just, Vin Diesel. By the by. <laughs> get him in? Riddick. Yep. He's in, he's in, he's in Riddick four. Fast 10. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Fast in your
1: seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, uh, yeah, just that scene where he shoo,
0: yeah. and he closes his eyes yeah, and, and catches that nuke, he and knows, boom, boom, and like saves the town, and they build a fucking statue in his mm-hmm, memory. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, yeah, I remember as a kid,
1: always wanting to see something happen after yeah. that where he gets to come back. Yeah, but it's not. And no, as I'm yeah. older, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Yeah, because um, it's like it, leave it, it to stands, the imagination. Yeah, it stands well, but. Um, that movie was phenomenal, and yeah. you know, learning about uh, with him having that father figure, Dean, yeah. uh, with his mom
0: always working at the diner, yeah. and then uh, the his mom is Jennifer Aniston, huh. yeah, and fucking Harry Connick Jr. plays Dean, and it's like Harry Connick Jr. hasn't been in anything Mm-mm. in like twenty years. Uh, I always thought, and I may be
1: wrong here, yeah. was Dean in the movie supposed to be like James Dean? I have no clue. I always made that assumption just cause like the style he went with. Right. Um, of kind of like having that was like, he wore like the black turtleneck yeah. with the jeans and boots. And so yeah, and more like little, that artist culture. Yeah. yeah. And so and he's like
0: building art out mm-hmm. in his, in in junkyard. Shop, yeah.
1: But so, you know, I loved watching that. And like one of the things that like stands out to me about that movie mm-hmm. is, and I've never done it and I'm scared to cause I'm, if I do, I might die. But what is it? Where the, he grabs the Twinkie and then the the uh, the the, the whip whipped cream can. and just pops it in the bottom yeah, hole and, and just <sighs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, I remember watching that as a kid. Like this Yo, kid's a this fucking kid's, genius. This kid is on another <laughs>
0: level. His Yo, head is boom, 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 yeah, just swoll. has got veins down the middle of his forehead. Yeah. He's just <sighs> so full of ideas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, those are two definitely you know you know uh top list. Yeah, 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 Movies I enjoy watching. What about you? Did you
0: say topless? Top, mhm. Top list movies. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just being a child. Yeah. Juno. Yeah. I mean, that's one that like so when I it was the first movie that came to mind when we were like, what's a movie you watch when you're sick because mm-hmm. I actually have a, like a very distinct memory sure. of I had like a small tube TV mm-hmm. with a built-in DVD player. And I'd put Juno in, I'd like rented it from the library, and it was up on my TV, and I'm just sick, fighting a fever, slipping (laughs) in and out of consciousness in bed, and way back in the time before, uh, DVDs used to go to the main menu, Mm -hmm. after the movie ended, Yeah. and when it sat on the main menu long enough... It would play again. The movie would run again, Mm -hmm. and so I just, it was in, and I just couldn't be bothered to get (laughs) up and change it, and so I was just (laughs) slipping in and out of consciousness, and I'd come to at like different parts of the movie, and I watched this movie like out of Order a few times in a row before I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is going on? But luckily, I had seen it before, so, yeah, you so I knew, knew what, what was going was on, happening. But I mean, uh, it's got Elliot Page uh, playing just a really funny, quirky mm-hmm. teenage girl mm-hmm. who's like, she—it's an accidental pregnancy. Yeah, you know, Juno. She she gets pregnant like seemingly maybe the first time she's had sex, and there's just bad luck. And Michael Sarah plays such a good like. <laughs> loser character who's her best friend and the father of her baby. And then
1: just real awkward in that yeah. sense. And it's hard. And
0: I wrote here that it's very much a product of like mid two thousands indie culture mm-hmm. of like, you know, we're quirky and it's different, you know, but, um, there's so many good, like one liners in that. And, uh, her dad is J.K. Simmons, and he is a really good dad yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, the quote that Morgan and I always kick back and forth is, uh, I forget the, the exact lining on it, but he's basically, just like, you know, because she's kind of asking him, like, Dad, like, how do people make love work, you know? And because he, he's like, well, I'm not, like, a poster child because he's remarried. Yeah. You know, and he's like, but, you know, the long and short of it basically is like, you know, Good days, bad days, you know, hairy or not, you know, the right person is just still going to think the sun shines out of your ass, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> but the other one that we laugh about is her Her freaking younger sister's name is Liberty Bell <laughs> and, and they're having dinner and she is just sprinkling so many bacon bits on her baked potato. And J.K. Simmons, like, knees the bottom of the table and goes, Liberty Bell, if you put one more bit on that potato, I'm going to kick your little monkey butt. (laughs) And that's Morgan Lyon, whenever we make baked potatoes, we're always just, like, Liberty "Liberty Bell. Bell." But, uh, no, and it ends up having, like, a really nice, like, it has some emotional moments in it. It has a, yeah. Where, like. It's a big heart, you know, jerker. Where, like, at the end of the movie, she, like. I mean, obviously she has the baby All right, she gives birth and you know, like she decides to give the baby up for adoption and stuff. And like, I remember as a kid, like the scene when she is delivering the child and like they show her like gray and mm-hmm. sweaty and, bent mm-hmm. and half screaming, you know? And I was like, as a kid, I like, for some reason I got like teary eyed. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <You know? laughs> is oh, she dying? Well, yeah. I'm like, well, no, I knew what was happening, but it was like the first time that I'd ever seen it, like actually depicted. You sure. Know, of, like a little more realistic. This is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, one of the hardest things that the human yeah. body's ever going to do, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, and then the fact that like she never sees the baby, you know, and she opts out, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just a, this took a turn. Like it mm-hmm. went from being a quirky comedy to like mm. heartfelt. And yeah. as a little kid laying in bed sick, I'm like, this is this feels like it's touching emotions and stuff that I didn't know I had. I didn't know I had. You know, and so it's always one that I kind of think back on and like, eh, that's a good movie. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a feel good movie that I need to watch more often. Yeah. And you got two more on you kid.
1: I do. Uh, the next one I had is um, it was made in 1981. It's called American Pop. And you're it's You to say American Pie. American Pie? No, uh, <laughs> American Pop. It's a it's an animated movie. Okay. And it's about it start it's all about music, the, okay. you know, music uh, as time moves forward, yeah. how music moves forward. Mm-hmm. Um and it starts off and you're this guy who or you're following this guy who uh, Goes to World War Two, okay. Um, but he's a, he's a pianist, yeah. So he's playing the tune, but he gets drafted and he ends up going to war, and it's just showing like the brutality of it, right? But at the very end, I think they're like storming somewhere in France, trying to you know uh, liberate France, yeah, and push uh, you know uh, Germany back. And um, there's a spot where he's he's by himself, and he just starts playing, and he knows he's gonna die because yeah. you know he's got nobody there to help him, right? So he starts playing a German tune. Mm-hmm. And like a, a German soldier, kind of walks in, and uh, you know, he just kind of listens to the tune. And he's, yeah. when he's done, he closes the piano and just kind of puts his hands on it. Yeah. And the German guy says thank you, and then you know, kills him obviously. Right. Yeah. But then from there, it follows his son. Yeah. Uh, and then from you know there, growing up uh, through what would that be the forties uh, and fifties. 50s 50s. 50s yeah. So growing up from there, I think it jumps a little bit into the sixties, mm-hmm. more of like the hippie ish phase. Sure. Um, so, you know, counterculture m- yeah, yeah, into the 70s, um, you know, just them being on acid and, you know, yeah. uh, his son meeting uh, his wife uh, on acid, you know, yeah. uh, on like a big trail where they're on the, in the bus, just, yeah. you know, trolling around. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I think like his dad, like ODs or something. Then you follow his son mm-hmm. uh, who grows up in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in this one, he tries to make it out of... Uh, because like, ah, excuse me, let me back up for a second. I'm getting a little scrambled. Yeah. So the whole thing is no matter what generation it was, except for the first one, they've all kind of struggled with drug abuse oh, okay. and like of either taking it or selling it or, you know, being a part of it, Yeah. but still having that love and appreciation for music and trying to break that mold and right. do something with that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I can't remember the, I, I can't remember any of their names. Let me look it up real quick. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, but I know I remember. I was, uh, I mean, probably fourth or fifth grade. Way too young to see this movie, yeah, right. And I, I remember watching it, and I remember it, it's, the music aspect of it, uh, it played a really big toll in my life, especially when they started to hit like the late seventies into the eighties when they started playing Pink Floyd. Like right, I remember yeah, the music that like you knew, mm-hmm. what, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like was able to reinforce that. Um, let's see. Louis. Louis is the one we end up ending with. Yeah. So Louise. he's the, he's the last kid, um, and then Pete is as the the father. Then it's Tony. Then it is Louis. Yeah. Um, so following Pete, you know, he's the World War II uh, yeah. soldier, and then following Tony, uh, you know just getting really big drugs yeah. getting into drugs in like the late 60s early 70s yeah um and then following louie because his dad ods and kind of in his arms yeah and he you know in his dying breath tells him like you need to break out of this yeah, don't do this yeah you need to quit and it ends up with him instead of using the drugs he sells them until it's done and he took all that money it's like to you know open up and get a bunch of uh instruments and kind of like just starts playing music and is successful doing it yeah so it is really interesting you know it's a a beautiful take of the the plot behind the story of breaking out of the mold of the you know of Of what kind of like cycle of abuse right and you know and kind of of going back to the iron giant of what you think you're made for yeah you you know you don't have to be be whatever you want to be and uh just seeing how music changes and music grows, and the people change with, with it. it, and yeah. you know, it, it really good. And I'll have to watch it again, but I know yeah. that that was just one of the ones. I was like, "Oh, American yeah. Pop was a, a definitely a good a good movie." And it's directed by. Let me see here. Let me see. Ralph Bakshi. Bakshi. Okay. B a k s h i. Bakshi. Bakshi. Yeah, 1981.
0: You said it's called American Pop.
1: Hmm. And yeah, really good. I, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoy it, and you know it is just a good. You get to hear music from you know oh,
0: Yeah, know over, the, over, the, over the yeah
1: and uh, and it's just really good. I like it a lot. Yeah. At the, at the end, it makes a a feel good feeling.
0: Yeah. Brings it together.
1: you what's your second one? and then my uh my last I guess you're, one you're here fourth one there yeah. Oh, yeah i threw this one on here team america world police <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i had to fucking put that one on there team
0: america
1: fuck, fuck yeah, yeah. i to save the motherfucking day yeah. uh let me Tell pull up all the from- <laughs>
0: game is through now you'll have to answer to america fuck yeah that's such a it's a dumb movie, but it's so good. Yes, it is. I think Just it's... a too long puppet sex scene that is just graphic.
1: I like the scene where he's in the back uh, alley and he begins to throw up. And the, you can visibly see the spigot <laughs> the, in yeah. his mouth yeah, of where he's
0: just puking too much. Yeah. For some reason, they just give Matt Damon a mental disability.
1: Matt Damon. A learning
0: disability, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here it is. It it has a seventy seven percent rotten tomatoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, like it is a good movie. Yeah, eighty percent audience it is intensely score.
0: Intensely satirical. Uh, it is directed by. Well, it should be Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They're the guys that made South Park. Yes,
1: that yeah. is correct. I know. Well,
0: <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't saying it should like. Oh yeah, it should be. Like, it I'm letting say, you know. Yeah, I was informing you.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah that's a really good movie though uh just <laughs> not for kids at all. i know it's awful in every sense it's offensive in every sense yeah, but and it it's might not done be for some adults so tastefully and it's just in the sense of obviously it's satirical yeah like it's they're making it fun they're making fun of it so bad it's like yeah. okay <laughs> yeah um but so i yeah i thoroughly enjoyed that film uh nothing more than it just being just a stupid fucking it. film yeah Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS, AIDS.
0: Well, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to follow that up with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> you can't
1: fucking do that.
0: <laughs> that was my last one.
1: Everyone
0: <laughs> has AIDS. Well, Forrest Gump here. Jen uh, A. <laughs> maybe you should refrain from impersonating. Forrest Gump? Yeah. Is that Mr. Gump? Mrs. Gump? (laughs) (laughs) He's on vacation. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, your mama sure does care about your (laughs) education, boy.
1: (laughs) Your mama sure does care about your education.
0: So, it's just another nice movie that has a lot of heart. Um, Tom Hanks does not disappoint you at all in that movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, he manages to thread the needle on that one. Um, I just, I think of I won't. I won't quote it, but I think of Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, Tom you know. Hanks really manages. to, there's like, a there's a really thin line when it comes to... right in the Goldilocks zone on that. Like the the character of Forrest is just so sweet and caring and innocent, and innocent that like he just can't help but feel like, oh, yeah, this is like it's he's a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and even in the moments when like it's not a sweet movie mm-hmm. of like you know seeing like the horrors of war yeah. or, or the AIDS crisis and. Uh, you know everything in between, all the stuff that Forrest has to go through, and like dealing with grief and things like that. It does a really good job of like putting all of that through the lens of like an adult man with an innocence to him, yeah, just because of his, 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 you know, his mental capacities, right? Yeah. Um, and I just I cry every time I watch that movie, and I could watch it a million times, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like just. Seeing him, the scene where Bubba's just in his arms and he's like, Forrest, I want (laughs) to go home, yeah, and just just, yeah, and him consistently, you know, that's all I gotta say about that. That's
1: all I gotta say about that. You're like, but he does come home, he he, he gives the money to Bubba's family, Family. he keeps his promise, and it's just he's a good man, he's a good guy, yeah, he's a good man. uh,
0: And I like, I mean, I always tell you. uh i always quote you the the line when he's been running across america he's like i'm pretty tired yeah, i'm pretty I tired i think i'll go home now <laughs> and everybody's just kind of like what? I like when they're like, wait, wait, wait. He's going to speak. You know? Like, he's a he is a prophet, you know? And they're just following this guy who's just running. He's just
1: running. He just wanted to take a run to clear his mind. Because he started
0: running after his mom died, didn't he? Yeah. That was I think his, he...
1: his mom died then. Uh, I think, didn't he just have an interaction with Jenny and, like, it didn't go well yeah. or she left or something then his mom died? And I he was think like, it
0: was after. I think she came to see him after his mom died. And it's when they have, have sex and she is gone in the morning. Yeah. And then he just kind of was like... Pfft. Well, I'm, for no particular reason, I just started nice. running. I like running. You know? But, uh, yeah, it's a great story of, like, this guy has done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got two more for me? Yeah. Let me see
1: here. So, the next one I know I wanted to talk about was uh, Shrek 2. hmm I mean, just because... Yeah. Uh, I love Shrek. I grew up right at the perfect time oh, yeah. for it of coming out. Shrek, the first Shrek was obviously really good, but Shrek 2 really stood out to me. Dude, yeah. It's Shrek just, two it was
0: like the peak. Yeah, that's like the godfather too for the mm-hmm. Shrek.
1: And just being was- able to, you know, I remember... Again, it's like one of those like I remember having strip yeah. and
0: like watching Shrek yeah. on the couch just like Do you remember the fucking DVD extras of Oh Amazing yeah, it's America's like the Brady talent but it's And it's, then they also had like the Brady Bunch, well, didn't they? It, no, so it's the Squares, right, but you that was how you picked the contestants. For, uh, oh, for the game show, okay. For the show. Okay, I thought it was supposed to be like the Brady Bunch when no, that's no, 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 all no. the, the boxes up yeah. there. No, and you could select like the Three Blind Mice sing like, "I can see clearly now." I didn't like, know that. No, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll have to see if I still have the DVD. Yeah, <laughs> the bonus edition. But yeah, on it's it. basically like, what's there what's the kingdom? Kingdom of far far away. Far far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like far far away idol. And like the the mirror on the wall is the host of the <laughs> yeah. of the show. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and you can choose all of the the different contestants like <laughs> performances. But no, I really liked I mean honestly,
1: like Shrek Three flopped. hmm Shrek the third. Shrek the third flopped. But like yeah. all the other ones. Like, Shrek Forever After? Is that what the one with Rumpel Stiltskin? Yeah. I didn't yeah. think that was bad. It wasn't bad. I don't think it was their best one, but no. Shrek it's, Two just from pulling that after Shrek the third and and then uh, they're making a new one yeah and I know the Puss in Boots Boots movie yeah yeah, which we already talked about and apparently again it's one of those like it's a kids movie but there's an underlining meaning it's about like like death death. yeah death yeah
0: next yeah Yeah. (laughs) well you're the one that's gotta do too um (laughs) you're like next we gotta do next next keep going It's keep going we're waiting on you.
1: Um, I, I couldn't... Uh, I bet you I could find it if I really Googled it. I think it was just Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like his his the, first m- movie. the movie. Yeah, with like uh, aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw that one up, uptown at the theater. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I remember fucking having that on disc, man, and just uh, at the very end, of, or you know, when it's the big fight scene, and they're all flying their like, ships and stuff, and mm-hmm. we're the kids of America. America. Whoa. Hello. Yeah. um so i mean just again gives you really that youthful feeling um mm-hmm. and then like i don't know it kind of plays a big role of like childhood cartoons i really liked and like right, yeah. would still probably catch up on
0: like i remember watching the fairly odd parents cross jimmy Neutron. oh yeah and i
1: remember watching the whole it's animation like swap movie. yeah and yeah, i yeah. was like
0: yo <laughs> that what the, the fuck, fuck is going <laughs> on <laughs> I mean, cut it out yeah you, know. you gotta stop playing yeah nickelodeon chill the fuck out right they now.
1: really didn't have to right, pop off right meow right meow but now i saw i thoroughly enjoyed that one i think that's also the episode where like the pants come to life maybe yeah <laughs> it's like they're all after him and everyone's <laughs> yeah. just pantsless yeah but i mean no, jimmy neutron as a whole just boy genius with uh, uh uh garter no what's his dog's name
0: Oh, I it starts with a G.
1: Jimmy. I think I think it is Garter. Could be. I don't know. Mm, to me. Man. I don't know. But I I know that they're re-upping. I think we talked about this already, but I can't remember. They're re-upping on uh Phineas and Ferb for oh, another yeah, 40 yeah. episodes. Yeah. And yeah, they're gonna yeah, break yeah. it up into two seasons. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing more and more about that. I'm mm-hmm. getting so excited because, I mean, for the la- I think for the last episode, they made it like, they're about to go to college. Yeah. And so I am curious. They're like, okay, now we have this. Do we want to fill in that spot for that first season of what happened between then right. and then the last episode? So almost like a prequel. And then the next season is what happens after that? Maybe. Or are they just going to say, you know what? Let's, let's show just, them at college. Let, yeah. Huh? Let's show them at college. Oh, I was going to say, uh, we're just uh, doing a season of... Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. 104 days of summer vacation. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that again. And Perry. Uh <laughs> <A-G-P>. <laughs> that shit. Perry the <laughs> That shit was yeah,
0: fire. <laughs> it was lukewarm, baby. Whoa. No. <laughs> No, I missed player the- I-, I missed Phineas and Ferb. Really? Oh, yeah, I was I was a little too old when it came out. From mm. doing, you know, I was right in that sweet spot where I was like, I'm not watching a cartoon. You know what I mean? I never hit that
1: phase. No, I've always watched cartoons as a kid all the way up through adulthood. I was just like, I mean, obviously yeah. there's kid cartoons and then there's right. cartoons where it can be for a yeah, yeah, mature like, I've audience. I
0: watched Adventure Time. Oh yeah,
1: um, Regular Show I was huge on. No, which I think you would like Regular Show. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the humor in it is dumb enough to be like get one of those yeah, where it's man, like the you fucking <laughs> you know where you you laugh out your nose yeah. but what about you
0: uh Monsters inc
1: ooh that's a good one yeah that's you know, a real good one
0: oh, like this is one from my childhood that even up into like my early 20s mm-hmm. i could put that shit on and i wasn't when i wasn't feeling good and it would just cheer me up mm-hmm. like the relationship between boo and sully stop playing stop playing yeah like, it's that's, it's devastating I got manages to get me emotional as an adult when at the end, when he gets the door back and he Kitty. puts it together and yeah, and adjusts his face, and she goes, Kitty, I'm like, Damn it, <laughs> damn it, Disney. <laughs> uh, the fact that we haven't gotten a proper sequel is just so upsetting.
1: Yeah, we got Monsters University, and it was good. Yeah, it wasn't, don't bad, get me wrong, but it wasn't what I wanted, right? It wasn't, I wanted to see them, I wanted United. to see
0: like he got back to see Kitty. And again, or, maybe know, see, it is one of those Boo.
1: where it's you leave it up to the mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't think there's anything they could do that would, like, satisfy. I Again, but I could go for, like, a 20-minute short of the, just them yeah. having fun. Yeah, if we like how we've gotten Doug days. Right, exactly.
0: We can have that. Get some adventures of Boo and, yeah. and Kitty, yeah. you know? Uh, I really enjoyed the comedy of Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it's one of the funniest animated kids' movies ever. Like, I think about the scene when they're interviewing, like, the news – after they have like quarantined the city. <laughs> yeah. And I mean it's so that is the people they find to put mm-hmm. on the news mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, the the, the kid jumped on my car and used his laser its, beams of his yeah, eyes. Laser, laser beams out of his eyes. Used mind powers to pick me up and it shook me like a dog. <laughs> you know, and you're like, that's not what not happened what happened at all. At all. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck dude. <laughs> also like the what is the scene where <laughs> when it's, Randall goes into the trailer? And they send him through the closet <laughs> door and he comes out in the trailer. <laughs> and they're like, Another gator <laughs> got in. And they're beating his ass with a shovel.
1: <laughs> going to eat him. Yeah. Uh. What is it when uh, uh, Mike is talking to Sully sleeping and he's like, well, looks like it's 73 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, light, yeah. light forecast. And. Uh, Perfect day for scaring unless you got that flab hanging off the side of the bed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Sully. Yeah, when, or when they just break out and go <laughs> put that thing back where it came <laughs> from. Ours, oh help me, so help don't, me, so help me. That's just it's a that's a that's good. It's a good movie. movie. It's a good movie. Uh, and the fucking bomb roll snowman. <laughs> 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 the, don't worry, it's lemon. <laughs> yeah, 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 The yellow <laughs> snow cones. <laughs> don't worry, it's lemon. lemon. Uh, oh shit.
1: Um, I'm trying to think of uh another really good movie I thought
0: you had 10 I did yeah, well, like I was trying to think of the ones to I fucking just fucking think well you got them written down don't you yeah I have the website pulled up the website huh? mm-hmm Do you just look up comfort movies no you, you just, just to look it towards me it's an adult site <laughs> just boom <laughs> um
1: uh, up was another again it's a yeah. Disney one so yeah. playing off Thanks. that up uh, yeah, Pixar. Yeah. yeah. But uh, watching that and just Carl and Ellie in the beginning.
0: Yeah, pfft. fuck you. Yeah. Get that shit out of mm-hmm. here. And stop it. Apparently, the there's a short coming out called Carl's Big Date and it's about Carl like trying to get back out there. I don't want that. Why not? I guess I do. Yeah, why I, wouldn't you want know. him to you want him to just grieve until his last breath? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I think that's why it's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, part of grief is acceptance. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, you know, being able to move forward. Move on. And I think it's an important message for Carl of, like, until the events of Up, he wasn't ready to move on. To move on. He thought his life was done, and it's not.
1: And then, yeah, Russell and Doug and Kevin came all into his life, yeah. and he realized that there's more. There, yeah, I There can. is more. Yeah. Which, yeah, playing a, a big role of having Carl play that father figure for Russell and, like, yeah. come... He comes into the assembly for Russell, yeah, and he he puts that pin on him, and it's the grape soda one, and it just, (laughs) (laughs) it just fucks me up, yeah. But I mean, again, the overall meaning behind uh, most Disney Pixar movies—they're big, you know, heart wrenchers. They'll get you good. Um, But then also like the progression through. Like, I think it is in Doug Days, and I haven't seen the full thing. Yeah. But there's a line, and like, it makes me grab my dog and yeah, like and cry. Tell him, you know. And he's like, Papa, am I just a pet? Yeah. And he's, and he's like, like oh, Well, yeah. yeah you're my dog, but you're not just a pet, you know? Yeah. And he, or he goes, You he are doesn't. my pet, but you are also my best friend. Yeah. And he gives the spiel. Yeah. See
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, how I just grab my dog and bundle yeah. up and just tell him how much I love him? Yeah. And he blankly stares at me in, in confusion. <laughs> and he's
0: just got he, squirrely eyes. He's just he looking just, at you and the wall.
1: He's happy to be here, and that's all that matters. With just the
0: glassiest little eyes like marbles. And mm-hmm. I'm
1: completely... He's happy, and that's... He is. I feel like... Yeah. You know, I
0: don't think he's able to be unhappy.
1: Well, you might be right.
0: He's just over there flipping a bone up in the air.
1: <laughs> trying to chew it with his back back teeth. What's Your next one there, uh, the other one I had was Inglorious Bastards. That's the only other one you had. No, no, my next one wasn't oh, okay, Was Inglorious okay, okay. <laughs> was Bastards yeah. again? A movie I saw way too young. Oh yeah, but it made me fall in love with a lot of Quentin Tarantino films just because yeah. of. I mean, it's Glorious Bastards. It's yeah. such a good movie.
0: Um, freaking Christoph Waltz. Yeah, horrifying in that movie. Yeah, like um, that scene when they're having the the streusel or the, the strudels oh the cream puffs mm-hmm. yeah and putting the whipped cream on top of them and, and he's just you know he knows or he, he doesn't know at that point he has a hunch that but she's he's a got a, he's got a hunch that Which she's is a, yeah. why he wants the cream
1: mm-hmm. and then uh i it, honestly it probably scarred me as a kid yeah but i don't look at it unfondly yeah no. of the part where I, ooh, what's his name um he was the baseball player, the bear Jew. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, Louis.
0: Um it's Eli Roth.
1: Is it Eli Roth? Yeah. Who is Louie? I don't know. I think that no. But Eli Hugo Roth Stiglitz. Plays the... Hugo Stiglitz. That's the guy who got captured and they came in and were like, I'm a big fan of your work. Yeah. Um I can't remember, but yeah, just that scene where you hear the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're coming up and he goes, Where'd you get that medal from? Yeah. And he's like, Bravery. And he's like, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got some
0: bravery right yeah. here for you. Yeah. Crap wow. Just beats just, this man to death with a mm-hmm. ball bat.
1: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Intense. I'm watching that it makes me just
0: amped. Fucking <laughs> <I'm> ready.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Eyes rolling back.
1: So much testosterone and masculinity flowing. Nothing like beating a Nazi to death with your bat. It's all you want. <sighs>
0: Wally, oh, that's a good. One. That was on my list. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, my bad. Mm, that's cool. Uh, Wally's just nice and mellow, mm-hmm. uh, especially obviously at the start when it's like just Wally. Yeah, uh, and then you know Eva as well when it's just the two of them chilling on like just an abandoned Earth. Uh,
1: the part where Eva shuts down. Yeah, and Wally's still taking care of her, yeah, walking around her trying up, to show her life. Her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie manager to be optimistic. Like about human perseverance, mm-hmm. love, uh, and the ability for life to continue, mm-hmm. you know uh honestly it's honestly it's like really impressive for a kid's movie to be entertaining yeah uh through minimal dialogue and just like watching the daily routine of this robot who's just lonely and mm-hmm. wants to be loved you know when he holds his own hand uh, watching the, the room the romance movie on mm-hmm. there that's fucked. just he's yeah, just yeah. lonely he just
1: he wants somebody
0: <sighs> yeah and you're like I have an answer for
1: that. siri you bitch
0: <laughs> sorry
1: but no that's did you hear the theory about the by and large about how they're cannibals oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah because they've been up there for so long yeah that, you know, where's that like, food coming from yeah food's got to come from somewhere and they put it all in smoothies and they can just add artificial flavoring yeah and I was just like yeah they, they're they eating themselves they're eating their grandparents and stuff like that because they're like you know you can't
0: bury them out right, there yeah. right because otherwise you just jettison them that's yeah. a waste yeah
1: so put them to use yeah. turn them into fuel and food yeah
0: dude smoothies Hmm. <laughs>
1: and i like that but also it makes me very uncomfortable
0: yeah I love the Pixar theory. Have you ever read that or seen that? Is that where they're all inter- in, yeah, interconnected. interconnected? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are a real stretch. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting like to see somebody string it all together. Yeah. Because, um, like, by and large is a company that exists in a lot of Pixar movies. It was in Toy Story as well. By and large is the company that's buying uh, Carl's house. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, they make the batteries that mm-hmm. go in Buzz. Uh, you know, in Toy Story 3, when they have to knock his batteries out. <laughs> uh, I guess he's in Spanish mode mm-hmm. <laughs> when they reset him. But yeah, uh, I really enjoy Wally. Uh, Wally's really, really good. Yeah, that's all I got. Like, it's just, it's a good movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember with, what is it, Mo? follows him the little cleaner dude yeah or uh what's Meow. the one guy who i don't think we ever like find Dead out his name. name but he's the big camera yeah. and he's got yeah. the little hand and he's waving yeah. at you it makes me think of uh the space odyssey uh-huh. but no that's a really good movie
0: well how many more did you have i have two you have two more mm-hmm. including the wally that i stole from you or without mm-hmm. that's without wally all right, go ahead. You do um, one, I'll do one. You finish us off. Okay.
1: So the one I wanted to talk about was the Office, the TV show. Um, I just I've always been a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, and especially when I I mean I remember back in like heavy COVID times mm-hmm. that played a really big role because I owned the the right, everything yeah. on. On on disc. On disc and uh I think at that time I, I was moving out and everything like that. And yeah. uh you know, so I only had like a TV and a like my, my right, PlayStation, yeah. so I was just playing movies and yeah. watching the office through that. But uh the the cringy humor in that I love. Yeah. It's so dry and it's like you get that secondhand embarrassment from yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just like how do you come back from that?
0: Watching whiskey. Chew that
1: bone. She's like She's getting in it. She's getting nasty on it. Yeah. But um, just like the relationship Michael has with like Stanley, Phyllis, I mean everybody. Yeah. And then yeah. just the more you watch it, the more like I start to appreciate some of the smaller characters like Creed. Oh, yeah. Like Creed has yeah. a, a really good one-liner where he's just like, <laughs> all the kids, are, it's like bring your kid to work day. Uh-huh. And Creed's like, who wants to see a foot With six toes, (laughs) and all the kids are like, "Ew!" and Pam's like, "All right, come on, kids, this way, guys." And he's like, up putting his foot on his desk, taking off his shoe real quick.
0: I like the—I don't—I haven't watched it like you know start to finish, Mm -hmm. but you know I've caught episodes here and there with you. Is it maybe Halloween? (laughs) <laughs> when he's covered in blood, I and mean, he's like...
1: this is really good timing, really good day, yeah, like, really good timing, good timing for this, yeah. <laughs> or if there's one where he's like, he's coming in, and it's uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, something crawl, dad. It's yeah. one that there's been a murder. Yeah, I do declare. I do declare. But Creed comes in, and he goes, "Sorry, I'm late, boss." And he goes, "There's been a murder," and he's like, "Let me go ahead." Set my stuff down and get comfortable. I'll be right back. And he just leaves. Doesn't come back. <laughs> he just <laughs> leaves. Um. So yeah, I mean, just uh, watching that show, and I really appreciate the CPR. A lot. And
0: they're like, "All right, first thing we got to do is check and see if he's got an ID or if he's got his wallet. <laughs> It'll be in his wallet." And he goes, "He doesn't I have a wallet." I, I checked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he's an organ donor. Yeah. <laughs> the heart, the precious heart. Yeah. Clarice. Clarice. <laughs> Why would you cut the face off? I want to see, see, if, see it if it was realistic. realistic.
0: Turns out. It pretty is realistic. Pretty yeah.
1: realistic. But, um,
0: and such a stupid little one-liner there when he's like, when he says that this, uh, um, you know, that dummy cost $1,500. And he goes, fifteen, Or what, what does he say? He or so says, $1,500.
1: And he goes, $15,000. I think he says like he says like the like yeah he moves jumps the, it yeah, yeah the decimal the yeah and they're like what? That's not what I yeah. But then <laughs> just yeah. But, yeah seeing a lot of uh and like the after Michael leaves it does dip mm-hmm. in quality I think. Yeah. Um just cuz in my opinion, that's what a lot of the show was is like yeah, that dry about, humor and, you know, yeah. about Michael. Yeah. Um, but obviously he left cause I think he was doing what, like 40 year old version and starting to do, he was becoming, yeah. Doing other movies and stuff yeah. like that.
0: he got too big for their britches. Um, apparently
1: like they made bank and they made like a hundred thousand dollars an episode. Yeah. I hope you know that in TV, that's not that big. Fuck bro
0: a lot of money for me oh i know but like as far as like tv goes they could have been making so much more like the cast of friends by the end like right now the cast of friends makes 20 million dollars a year off of reruns jesus <laughs> that is insane like ain't hurting for money no more no but also friends is like one of the largest sitcoms that's ever true made that's very true um i mean seinfeld same way mm-hmm. you know, they they survive off of reruns yeah um yeah I mean, what's his name? Jim Parsons, uh, who played Sheldon mm-hmm. on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he was making like a million bucks an episode. I I bet by the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he. Is, I really liked him, and believe it or not, Home is that the one with Rihanna? Mm-hmm. Where he, he plays the alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really good movie. I really Have liked ever that movie. The movie Hidden Figures. About the 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 three black women yeah. who worked for NASA during the yeah. Moon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo missions. Uh,
1: I haven't finished it, but I remember I started it. He plays a real good asshole in that.
0: Does he really? Yeah. We're hmm. like, <laughs> man, he is a son of a bitch. But,
1: but uh, I mean, that's that's when you know it's a good actor is like yeah. when
0: you can hate
1: them and then yeah.
0: and also have endearing qualities in other roles right, and things like right. that. Right. I figure you go
1: ahead and do your last one, and then I'll do my last one, and then we'll move on. Um, the last one I was going to talk about is Star Wars: The Clone Wars a word yeah, yeah that i mean just growing up the movie I, or the series the both i remember the movie i owned it on disc yeah um and i mean i burnt the fuck out of that cd um but then after that i mean yeah just starting to watch all of it as a kid i mean yep. i remember saturday morning i'm running downstairs you know just turning on the tv trying to you know watch some cartoon network and you know, with star wars playing just such a, a massive role in, yeah. in my life it something definitely noteworthy yeah but uh I, I do love how it was different from the show in the sense of we got to see a little more and it's something i feel like we don't see too too often in star wars mm-hmm. how consistent and how constant lightsaber duels are yeah and a lot of the live action you get like maybe two yeah. or three really yeah, good f- you know good fights but you don't see a whole lot yeah but in the clone wars i mean that's just i mean that's, that's, that's part that's of it. episode yeah, yeah. so I, I i do enjoy to see that and i makes me want to see more. Yeah. Um. But then also, like, you know, being introduced into Ahsoka, you know, to Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, which, a phenomenal character in the story arc behind yeah. her.
0: Yeah, and she's still going today. Yeah, and she's, you know, yeah, getting her own day, show. To this day! Yeah, she showed up in The Mandalorian, and now she's getting her own show, mm-hmm. live action with Rosaria Dawson. Mm-hmm but and then
1: you know a, a big thing is like there was a lot of i think after like the first 2 season mm-hmm. uh they they
0: started to put a lot of lore yeah and i feel like the first 2 seasons kind of are just i don't want to say ramshackle but they're they feel Unconnected episodes I, I, a, I think they extent.
1: are You know they, they made it And then they're like Oh we have a really good Opportunity on our hands to after Just just second, this a serial Yeah like. And then so that's what They did and ran with it And yeah. did a phenomenal Job with it um, yeah. But the follow up Of like The connections that they Have with the clones Really impacts Order 66 Yeah Of like how Detrimental it was Yeah um, And then as well as like You know Seeing Ahsoka And Anakin Having their sputes And seeing being able to see like further in the seasons and it can start to change yeah and it's like the small things where it's like oh he did something like that earlier but why didn't it feel as impactful as it does now It's just because he's gradually using more emotion and falling to the dark side behind it getting darker but you know it's so good and then you know it also gives a lot of lore to uh when General Grievous in Episode Three, yeah. uh, when he calls him the Negotiator, uh, yeah. in the movie he uh, is it, it isn't with Grievous, but is it is with one of the Separatist leaders. Mm-hmm. He uses the Force um, and he makes like a table and he goes, yeah. "Let's negotiate." Yeah. And, like that's the first thing that you kind of get dropped into. So yeah. you do get to see like they're still making those connections, Negotiated. yeah, to the movies from the show and still having everything line up in the same universe. I
0: always like the meme that I've seen on like I think it was from Tumblr, maybe, of basically. What, it ends up being like six seasons, right, mm-hmm. Clone Wars? Eight. Eight seasons?
1: <laughs> uh, nine? I think nine was the final one.
0: Okay. A lot of seasons of avoiding Anakin and Grievous meeting, mm-hmm. because Grievous never meets Anakin until, yeah, until episode the third three. Episode. Yeah. And so they have to just mm-hmm. not let them mm-hmm. cross paths, even though Anakin's one of the main characters of the Clone Wars show. Yeah. And Grievous is one so, of the main en- enemies, antagonists, yeah. Because he leads the Separatists. Yeah.
1: I really wish that they made a spinoff about Grievous. I know the story behind Grievous. I read yeah. into that lore, yeah. and it's really, really interesting. Yeah. And I like, like,
0: slowly replacing himself.
1: Well, no, so he used to be a warrior right. on a planet, and Dooku chops him up. Yeah. And then he's like, I'll let you live, but you're going to be my apprentice. Yeah. And he goes, okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, and then that... Did, kind of is what it is but then you start to see more of like like you were saying like replacing more and more of himself and everything yeah. like the advanced tech you know uh, technologically advancing himself but yeah no i thoroughly enjoy clone wars and it's it's definitely probably up on, on closer to the top of my list yeah
0: my last one here stands out to me also stands out in my list my list has been a pretty nice like you know we got what juno forrest gump monsters inc wally Mad Max Fury Road. Ooh, Quit that's playing. a good one. Quit that's fucking playing.
1: It's a good movie now that I'm older, but I'm, I think we've talked about it on here. It scared yeah. me growing yeah. up,
0: so this one stands out to me. Not necessarily as like a comfort movie in the sense of like we've been talking of like I'm sick and I just want to mm-hmm. buckle down and watch this, but like it's not a movie for when I'm sick. It's a movie for when I'm like on a plane ride. I was yeah. telling you, uh, I don't remember what airline it was, but. I've since, I, I own a digital copy of it and have like have it saved in my mm-hmm. accounts so that I can like download it to my phone. Yeah. But it's the perfect length for, I have family in Texas, mm-hmm. and the flight to Texas is about the right time that I can sure. just watch Mad Max Fury Road there, <laughs> and I can watch Mad Max Fury Road coming back. And you're set. And I'm set. You know, it's about a two and a half hour ride. Uh, so like I said, I own the DVD, I own a Blu-ray, I own a digital copy of this movie, it's one of the best-paced action films ever. I
1: have a tramp stamp of Mad Max. I got,
0: it just says, like, witness me across my ass cheeks. <laughs> right above the crack. Right above the crack. Uh, no, but no, I'm not fucking around. Uh, it's no contest. One of the best action movies ever. Uh, this movie has incredibly creative action set pieces and builds, like, a unique and believable post-apocalypse, uh, like, culture. Mm-hmm. where. Like, it's so over-the-top insane that, like, you just can't help but smile and laugh yeah. at, like, my God. The,
1: the blind guy just shredding, shredding on Shredding a guitar that's got a flamethrower flame built on the into end of it. it.
0: And that flamethrower is real. Like, mm-hmm. That's an actual, yeah. like, something like 90% of the effects in this movie are practical. And all the speakers behind them have the big, you know, flares bomb, shooting out. Yeah. And they're just, it's so intense. And they're just the oddest mix of, like, heavy metal gearheads who, like, custom, you know work on their cars all the time and viking culture mm-hmm. you know of just like my god these people are insane yeah and that's just the best thing that could happen to them is to die in combat mm-hmm. you know and so you've got them like spraying their face down with chrome paint <laughs> <Yeah>. huffing <laughs> chrome Wait, paint, getting high and then doing something yeah. death defying to move on into valhalla you know right, what
1: was that guy he got shot right in the face in the, in the chest face with the dirt or gun. the neck yeah
0: yeah and he huffs the the chrome paint and takes two bomb lances and, and just, just jumps dives right out of the, the car. man. Uh, you it's know, like a little like, Volkswagen. Yeah, and everybody's witness. Oh, uh, Man, just seeing juiced up, ramshackle hot rods throw fireballs <laughs> and explosive lances at each other in the middle of a desert has no business. I will say, like, the, getting me as jacked up as it does.
1: You talked about it uh, with like the logistics behind a lot of the mechanisms that they use, yeah. like with having the shield on front of the the truck and it drops yeah, the, the yeah, barricade yeah. and the
0: sand smothers the yeah, flames. Yeah. So people who haven't seen it, they, there's like war rigs which mm-hmm. are basically like semi-trucks mm-hmm. uh, that are meant to carry cargo, people, whatever, right? And in this case, what was it? Water? Yeah, it was designed to carry water but in, in this case it's carrying the wives, mm-hmm. you know? And Furiosa is played by Shirley's Theron, and she's like the, his best uh, they're called Imperators, and they're just they're his war rig drivers, and they're, they're escaping from uh, the the bad guy, and mm-hmm. they're getting attacked by these like dirt bikers who have a bunch of fire bombs. And it makes just, me think of like Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, kind of, and uh, and they're just lighting the front of that mm-hmm. truck up with these trying to kill that basically. engine, and they she just drops a lever, and yeah, like you said, it's got a uh, what do you call it, like a cow? What are that what's that called? A cattle? uh cattle thing, wedge? like on the front yeah like on the front of trains oh um cuz it's basically it's a repurposed plow yeah that's like shaped to a V the v as mm-hmm. opposed to to push the stuff and she just drops that and it starts kicking all the sand up and it smothers the flames and, she's, and she picks lifts it back up, up and back she's up good and to keep, keep going. going and it's like that doesn't make that makes a lot really of sense clever. yeah and you're like fuck dude
1: and then i know it's like what was it like they had a one of the big trucks hauling um what was it like a, a bob or not a bobcat but a crane like a small crane? Yeah, and they were able to use the explosives and kind of knock it out and try to fuck with them. It's just yeah. like it is creative in the sense of how do we how do we make this drivable but still super impactful with damage?
0: Yeah, and like from a from a filmmaking standpoint, it's incredible to watch them go. How can we make? I mean, the movie is essentially a two hour car chase, mm-hmm. uh, and how do you keep that interesting and unique? Yeah. Where like each action scene feels. Different. different and you know like oh man okay that's the scene when this happens and mm-hmm. that's the scene when that happens right? right um and like that that final scene when they drive back to the citadel and they're driving back through the crowd and it's like just high octane i mean yeah. is, they've got people boarding the their truck and mm-hmm. shit and they're all fighting on top of the truck and behind the and on different vehicles and um, it is just and you got explosions happening <laughs>
1: what's the uh, i can't remember what the warlord's lead name is um, um. um. Uh Joe and Morton, Joe and Morton, Joe. Dude, he was creepy looking, bro. Yeah, with a mask. Yeah, he's got that mask on. Whatever that vest is that like holds water. Yeah, like keeps his. But it's like keeping him it, compressed, and it also
0: makes him look muscular because he's like a frail old man, and it's got mm-hmm. muscles carved into yeah. it. And it's clear, so that when he puts it on, it just looks he like he just
1: looks built. Yeah. But yeah, that guy scared the piss out of me. And
0: then you got the fucking the per- the people leader from <laughs> yeah. uh, Bullet Town. Yeah. Or no, he's from. Gas Town. The Bullet Farm is the dude who gets his eyes shot out, oh. and is driving a tank-treaded vehicle with his with the wrap around his <laughs> eyes, dual-wielding machine guns. It's just it's insanity. Yeah, that movie is but, constantly. Yeah, just it doesn't <laughs> stop. You gotta watch it though. Oh, we're but, we're going a little long. Yeah. About an hour and a half, Chris. You got a, got a, got a.
1: Well, before that, I was going to say if you had any, uh, you know, comfort movies yeah, that you enjoyed, let us know. Send us an email at simplywillmailbag at gmail.com. Yeah, tweet at us. But, uh, <clears throat> what you been thinking about? Chris? Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So this week, we're going to be talking about avians, which is going to be correct, avians, bird people. Mm hmm. So they're going to be uh, a little bit of a mixture of like you know, like you're saying, a humanoid bird, but still extraterrestrial. Yeah. And they fall back all the way to uh, ancient Egyptian times yeah, of what sure. this connects to. Yeah. So uh, the sighting that I have pulled up here is in 1962 on a uh, stretch of a French road, a businessman claimed to have encountered a gang of of aggressive bird-like beings, which not only blocked his car but allegedly attacked him. The report came from a man who was, uh, at the time, described as a young researcher from south the, the southern part of France, named Lionel Tregano. According to Tregano, um, who will be referred only in this, I'll, I'll call him Tregano, but uh, they call him Mr. S in the sense uh, okay. for trying to keep it confidentiality. But they put his name, put out, his there, name so out there, so it yeah, doesn't really so. make sense. Um, he ran an important garage in France. Okay. So uh, witnesses on the account talked about how and uh, all things look alike of the terror it began on a dark and stormy night and they heard the howls along the side of the road. One evening in November of 1962, and this is Trogano quoting, Yeah, I was driving a, uh, excuse me, uh, quoting Trogano. one evening in November 1962 I was driving along a minor departmental road in VAR. It was a dark night raining in uh, torrents so that I was driving with my lights full on. Yeah. The trip had been far uh, uneventful, but it would soon take a literal turn into the twilight zone, according to the observer. Um, It was then that Mr. S. noticed that there was something uh, decidedly unnatural uh, about the mob of jaywalkers in his passage. And so he says, quoting here, uh, Rounding the bend, I saw... 80 meters away, a group of figures cluster a group of figures clustered in the middle of the road. I slowed down to avoid the group, but at the same moment I did, they split into two parts suddenly and very jerkily. Yeah. Um my window was down and I leaned my head out slightly to see what was the matter. It was then I saw the beast, some kind of bizarre animal with the head of a bird, covered with some sort of plumage which were hurling themselves to both sides of my car. So it was a group of it was a group of Mm-hmm. and so he said on both sides, and he yeah. kind of lifted his head outside, like, saying like, what's hey, what's oh. "Hey, is everyone okay? What's going and then on?"
0: Realizes that there's,
1: and then they're like, "What the? That's not human." Yeah. And then at that time, they start hurling themselves at, at his him. car. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Um, the petrifying confrontation with the unknown, violent creatures would be more than enough to disturb anybody. Yeah. But just when things got to. Just when things seemed to have reached to a maximum level of high strangeness, they took a turn uh, for downright bizarre, okay. terrified, I rolled up my window, accelerated like a madman, and then stopped about five hundred feet further on. I turned around, saw these things these beasts, these nightmarish sort of beings who were heading sort of heading towards me with sort of flapping, but they didn't have any wings, but it seemed that they were floating towards a dark blue object which hung in the air uh, over a field on the other side of the road. Mr. S. Uh, Trigani, yeah, Trigani. uh then describes the extraterrestrial vehicle as two plates upside down placed on each other with about an inch of space. Okay. So you know, kind of having that hovering yeah. look. Yeah. And it says, and a quote, still quoting him,
0: like a yo-yo without space in the middle."
1: Yeah, as if a flock of birds attacking a man uh, and a hovering UFO would not be the strain would not strain the sanity of even the hardest individual um mr s uh, tregani puts it uh let's see and then i gotta skip down here real quick it seems strange that these uh by bi- is it bipedal 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 birds
0: yeah i mean they walk on two feet
1: oh um, yeah duh um, <laughs> it seems strange that these bipedal bird creatures were sucked into this flying saucer rather than climbing back inside as they were flying yeah um, it happens in most of current reports. As bizarre as it may sound, one almost can't help but wonder whether these beasts were actually piloting the UFO or if they were representing some kind of alien pets or even a food source. Right. Because it, it just didn't make sense how Yeah, they weren't abrasive with it. Yeah.
0: it. They were just being retrieved.
1: Um, kind of equivalent equivalent to an intergalactic free-range chickens. After yeah. all, extraterrestrials got to eat too. Right. Um, and then it just goes on to say... You know, there's not a whole lot of populations, really. That was the only sighting that there was. Yeah. But it is kind of weird because I haven't, I've never heard of anything yeah. like this before. And it links a lot of it to, uh, here, I have it all pulled up Say, here. You said
0: Egyptian uh, lore, and I cannot think of what that god is called.
1: Um, it keeps saying the praying mantis, man, but it's that's <laughs> definitely not it. Um, but I have a picture of him. and we can throw it in the in the in the thumbnail for, but it's that one. Yeah. But see. I can't. Remember. Let me see here. Yeah, Jimmy, pull that up.
0: Egyptian bird god. Is it this? Egyptian bird god.
1: Sumerian bird visitor. Anzu. Anzu. <laughs> yeah.
0: But so a lot of it's also known as. Indugud. and Sumerian is a lesser divinity or monster in several Mesopotamian religions. He was conceived by the pure waters of the Opsu and the wide earth or as son of Cyrus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anzu was depicted as a massive bird who can breathe fire and water although Anzu is alternately depicted as a lion-headed eagle. Mm. So oh. he's got a lion head. Yeah. Still- in some depictions.
1: Sure, sure but I mean just imagine I mean this is France right yeah. and so like this guy's just driving home and you <laughs> like, just
0: I mean come on it's France they're it's not used to yeah they don't deal
1: with stuff this like that I mean they say, got bad guys you know? for crying out loud but you know <laughs> you know they're eating their cheese drinking their wine I think he's dumb as hell for he's love. he's stopped and yeah. turned around and be like, what's going
0: on? What the fuck is I that? would
1: not stop driving. I would just Man, simply keep
0: going. this was America,
1: there was one shot. Oh, yeah. If it was yeah. America, it wouldn't be uh, some nice little, it was probably like a Fiat or some European <laughs> right, car, yeah. or BMW. Yeah, two-door coupe. I bet you in that in that e- time, happening in the great town of Montana, I bet you that'd <laughs> be a Ford Ranger back there and I got four rounds of buckshot coming Ford out. Ford <laughs> F-1500. <laughs> just... He's running these birds yeah. down. This is what it feels to drive a Ford F <laughs> 150. <Ow! laughs> it's just birds <laughs> crashing into the side of it. <laughs> but no. I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it how was. How it chews to five feel gum. <laughs> how, how it feels to
0: chew five <laughs> <volume> gum. <laughs> that meme fucking kills me. How it fives to feel five You gum. Know, you know. What? How how it gum to feel five chew. You know? <laughs> what?
1: But, um. I thought that was really interesting. And a little something different. I mean, you haven't heard anything. Of, I haven't. Or at no, least I've I haven't heard of that. Heard about them before. So, pretty interesting to read into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does make me want to look more into maybe uh, Egyptian. Yeah. You know, like gods or cryptids, mm-hmm. anything like that that could relate to that. Because yeah, I don't know. Maybe if there are aliens, maybe that email
0: we got. What was it? The werewolf of. Oh, yeah, The Werewolf of London, Ohio. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we'll have to. I, I have to look into that one still. Yeah, see what you can find. hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, mm hmm. my
0: goodness. But what have you been thinking about, Colin? So, I've only got a few here. I'll, I'll kind of make it quick because we are running along. I've been playing uh, off and on PC building simulator mm-hmm. on my computer, like in sure. my very. I don't get to play a lot of computer games anymore. I just do like some downtime. I'll be in there and I'm and it's a nice game to like, oh okay. And you'll hop in. Sure. And you're basically, you're running like a, a out of your apartment, like PC repair shop, Mm -hmm. you know, where people email you, Hey, I heard you're really good at fixing computers, right? And you just order parts and all that. And you just build a PC. And I could see it being a game where like, I'm sure there's like a sandbox mode where you just get to build PCs. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's it's detailed enough that I could see you learning how to build a PC. Oh, like, wow. oh, okay, that's where that piece goes. That's sure. where that piece goes. Sure. Here's what these different parts do, mm-hmm. right? Because um, it is really detailed as far as, like, it's got different brands in there. Uh, you know, and all the pieces. You've got to put thermal paste on your, mm-hmm. you know, on your, um, you've got to put thermal paste on your um, processor before you put the, you know slap it down and all that and, mm-hmm. i mean you've got to take all the steps otherwise it potentially won't work you got to like run the cables and stuff i mean it's oddly chill like i always put on like lo-fi or a podcast and, and just, just start working you know put on like a 30 minute podcast on and play yeah. that for you know however long the podcast goes and i'm like all right well now i gotta go do whatever it was i had to do right sure. but on my switch i've been playing turmoil Ooh. you ever heard of this game uh-uh it, you, it takes place in like maybe late 1800s mid 1900s i don't know like early 1900s mm-hmm. but you are bidding against other people in this area for like plots of land to mm-hmm. drill for oil oh. and you have to like it's like a, a arcade style game sure but you're just you're placing down your your oil well and then drawing your pipe and you don't know where the the, oil, the is. oil is underground and you're drilling for it and then when you find a well of it you gotta just oh shit <laughs> and you can like upgrade your pipes and stuff but you've got to have carriages to move the oil from the well to like the the factory whatever well it is the, the bin the basin or I'm whatever sure. to to store it mm-hmm. and so you've got to have enough carriages but like carriages cost money and you're trying to find that that like equilibrium m- equilibrium of like how much money I'm spending to harvest this oil mm-hmm. versus the money I'm going to make from this oil. Right. Uh, and Down to, like, sometimes you bid on a bad plot of land, and there's just not much oil here. And just, and you know, all I can do happens. Because it's you and, like, four other, like, computer characters. Sure. You know? And, yeah, and sometimes they outbid you, or they, they get the plot of land that you were really wanting, and you're like, fuck. You motherfucker. You know, or sometimes you... Went outright on a piece that nobody else bet on or mm-hmm. bid for, and it's just flush with oil. And you're like, Oh my god, and you're just trying to be an oil baron uh. in the west. You know? It's called Terrible, <laughs> and it's a really fun game. Hmm. And the last thing is, I, you've got me playing chess, yeah. I'm not I, good at it at all, like, I haven't, I'm, I'm trying to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm using that chess.com mm-hmm. app, and it's got like versus computer modes, yeah. yeah. and I've got it on like. Super assisted mode, just mm-hmm. that like it'll show me, it teach moves, you good moves, and I'm like, okay, and then I try and stop and look and go, okay, now why was I doing that? Why was mm. that the move I needed to do? And I'll tell you what, with all that help, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I like chess with a the, lot. Com- with the computer telling me exactly what to do, I kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like chess a lot. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, it's all I got. So again we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support if you guys enjoyed this episode be sure to give it a great review tell your friends about us share us on social media mm-hmm. uh what do you call it? you know you like subscribe your favorite whatever the verbiage is on your streaming worship. platform of yeah worship us uh um testify no <laughs> what's the <laughs> you know I'm trying to think of the word when you uh
1: when you, and you, when you got a dream, <laughs> and, and you, end you, and you, you <laughs> so
0: much that you could die. Uh, we have started a Facebook group, so yes. check that out. Uh, there's a subreddit, mm-hmm. you should check that out. Uh, <laughs> we got all, all sorts of cool stuff going on. Absolutely. Uh, like that, 24-7. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Nah, no, no, not really. But you guys should check it out and, uh, you know, talk to each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. engage with each other get ideas flowing mm-hmm. engage with us mm-hmm. uh, Chris if people wanted to get in touch with us give us some feedback ask us questions yeah. uh, tell us what their favorite comfort movie was how would they, yeah. how would they reach out to absolutely. us
1: absolutely you can always take a look at our you know Instagram Facebook as well as like you know like you were saying our uh, subreddit which is going to be simply one podcast yeah. uh, and then you can always take a look at our Twitter handle which is well underscore simply yeah. and the last but certainly not least you can always send us an email at simply mailbag at gmail.com that's right <laughs>
0: at- <laughs> Simplegmailback at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Uh, next week, we are going to go see A Man and the Wasp Quantum. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we are. And I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Gonna get us some Kang. Mm-hmm. Some Kang. Whole, whole lot of Kang. Get some Kang up. Yep. Um, I believe we have a free week after that. Yo. So hopefully we can see one of our movies that we missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we have Sons of the Force coming out soon. Yes. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about for that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that would be in time for the next episode. Mm-mm, probably be the one after that. Yeah so look forward to that shit in the oh, coming yeah. weeks also we've we're coming up on our 52nd episode which is one year our, our one year is the very beginning of march so we'll have to do something special for that mm-hmm. get us a cake or something crack pipe <laughs> pop smoke pop smoke. <laughs> gun smoke gun smoke gun smoke uh that's the other show chris Totally <laughs> bye. bye <laughs>